up, up until this up until this point, I could not figure out what the word Donzerly meant. <laughs> I was thinking about the national anthem and the I was national anthem. I was hanging out with some people and I was like, has anyone ever looked up what Donzerly? Ah, <laughs> uh, the light today is quite Donzerly. Disturbing the peace with some peace of mind. Sleeping in jeans, I'ma need a night. OD on the cheap advice. OC on the cheapest flight. Lately, I've been on the move trying to get to something. But I told her I've been running just to see the sights. I don't even know where to start. Do you have any like fun anecdotes that happened to you or any more van problems or we Uh, haven't gotten a good van update in a while van's doing all right the only thing with the van right now is the back door is like has an automatic latch and it closes but it relatches like electronically like all the time while i'm driving which just means while i'm driving it just makes this huge clunk noise (laughs) every like 30 seconds and i don't know why uh, but other than that, ultimately, like of all the things that have gone wrong, I'll take that yeah. over just about <laughs> anything else. And then so there's that. And then also, I am indulging myself in a non-alcoholic glass of red wine tonight, today. At one in the afternoon on a Monday? It's non-alcoholic. <laughs> Still, what kind of life are you living, man? <laughs> well, well, I, it's already crazy enough to indulge in a glass of non-alcoholic <laughs> wine, but on one o'clock in the afternoon on a Monday, that's psychopath behavior. Gotta have my tannins <laughs> in my legs, am I right? <laughs> um, wow. Well, I'm what just in not the a, world prompted well, that. Well, I'm on a mission to find like actually good non-alcoholic wine, and so mm. I've been taste testing some of my local options. Come to find out. It's not really the greatest drink ever, on average. Is it just grape juice, no, but they no, add, no, like, sour no. flavor no, to it? No, it's got legs. That's it has crazy, tannins. dude. I'm also drinking uh, non-alcoholic no, wine. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. No, it's far more advanced than that. Well, mm. the out, the the kind I've been looking for, there's, there's two kinds. There's non-alcoholic wine, which is faux, and then there's de-alcoholized wine, which is... It's normal wine, but they remove the alcohol from it. So it tastes very similar. But I don't know. It's oh, that's it's cool. pretty interesting. So I've heard there's good options. I'm on I'm on bottle number two of like the local <laughs> just what they have at the like al- uh, um whatever they call it, liquor stores, <laughs> alcohol stores here. <laughs> and um <laughs> And uh, so I'm gonna order some. I'm gonna order a bunch and try and find the best one with the most tannins. <laughs> Did you just like stumble into a liquor store with like bags under your eyes, like hairs all messed up, and you just slam a bottle of non-alcoholic <laughs> wine on the counter? Basically, yeah. And well, say, "Don't ask questions." <laughs> it's pretty. Well, it's worse than that because I lied. They don't have them at the alcohol stores. They only have them at Safeway here. So I just go oh. into the Safeway wine section, which is kind of a That's dreary kind of place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in the Safeway wine section, you already got problems. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then I go and then I look at every bottle to try and find the one that's non-alcoholic. And for some reason, yeah, Safeway carries some, but um, mm. they're not that. Yeah. Like I said, I've heard rumors that there are good ones, but I don't. Mm. What's wrong? I, I don't even understand. Like, <laughs> if it's 
<laughs> there's nothing if there's no alcohol in it it's the same as having a cup of juice yeah. really even though it's there's not nothing... juice it's not juice <laughs> there, there's there's nothing wrong with it dude perfectly normal exactly <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly just a curveball for you that is not what i expected you really? to be doing yeah hmm. i feel like it's I, right on brand <laughs> I guess it is pretty on brand. I just like swirling it around. Well, after not drinking for three years, the thing I miss most is just like, well, now this is going to sound dumb based on the context, but I miss ending the day with like a nice fancy drink, you know, like, um, exactly. But, 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 but the reason I, <laughs> the reason I'm drinking it now is cause I just got this bottle and I'm excited to try it. So I had to okay. crack her open. That's fair. And we're going to sit here for an hour talking about who knows what. So I just need some sort of something <laughs> to get me through somehow. this. I need some placebo <laughs> to get me through this nightmare. <laughs> fair enough. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yay. I feel like I have way more way more questions, but, <laughs> but I'll take it. <laughs> <Or> yippee. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you're on a mission to find the best bottle of non-alcoholic wine. No cap. Except uh, cap, that... cap, cap, cabriolet. What's the <laughs> cap? Cab, cab, cab. Sav. Yeah, yeah, cap. yeah, yeah. That's the, damn it. That was the joke. <laughs> Cabernet. I don't know. Cabernet. Ca- no cap. Cabernet. Except Cabernet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put a laugh um, track in. Did you finding a the best bottle of non-alcoholic wine have anything to do with the holidays being just around the corner? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, I got two questions for you. Okay. Question number one. Did you see any movies this week? No. Well, I saw about 20 minutes of one. Okay. And... Next question. <laughs> <laughs> so we can expect your full extensive review on sure, that movie why not? Yeah. those 20 minutes. Sure, <laughs> hell yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, question. That's the only question, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> so, Are you sure? <laughs> the other question is um, unrelated. It's about Christmas. I got I got some big questions. I want to talk about, about Christmas. Christmas. You don't want to talk. I about I want to talk about Christmas. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we'll get into movies. We got all day to get into movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Christmas first. Yeah, and mine was a Christmas movie. So maybe maybe what I've learned from my twenty minutes Whoa. of this Christmas movie will influence what we talk about via Christmas. Yeah. Well, I. I don't know. I basically just, I've lived my entire life. A never screwed. questioned A screwed. <laughs> no, dude. And you were I've, visited I've, by I've, three ghosts last night. <laughs> I lived my entire life um, never questioning the, the genre of Christmas. <laughs> right. Like, like... You don't really realize how crazy it is till you kind of tep- take a step back, but it's like it's insane that we have a genre of movies for a holiday. We have a genre of music 
for the holidays and yeah. like nothing new happens in it. No innovation occurs at all in the Christmas genre. We just like, we either want a funny, goofy, silly heist movie about Santa or we want a classic love story where all of the problems get solved at the end and it's because of Santa or a Christmas miracle. Mm. And no one's writing new Christmas music. I mean, maybe one every 10 years, but for the most part, you just play the same old stuff. That's true. The craziest thing I think about Christmas is the fact that the savior of the world was born in a manger. (laughs) (laughs) That's insane to me. But outside of that, I see what you're saying. This isn't a time to evangelize, (laughs) dude. I'm talking about movies. Yeah, it's all about (laughs) Santa. Quit trying to save souls. Yeah, it's all about the presence, isn't it? It's all about Santa and the reindeer with you. We don't we don't need your preaching right now, man. It's we need to talk about, about the art. Christmas music. <laughs> Surely it has nothing to do with the savior that's of the nations so... born in Bethlehem. Maybe that's why I'm so disillusioned by the holiday. <laughs> I've lost sight of the real meaning of Christmas. <laughs> Surely it has nothing to do with three wise men carrying frankincense, myrrh, and gold to the wise child. <laughs> Didn't they not get there until like March or something? I mean, not that Jesus was actually born in December, but didn't they not get there till he was like (laughs) three months old or six months old or something like that? I don't know. I'm well, you should study up before you start (laughs) telling people about the Savior being born in a manger. (laughs) Come prepared next time, dude. Let me just put it this way Mary was a virgin. That's insane. That is insane. And she birthed the world's Emmanuel. greatest cover-up story. Emmanuel, God with I us. I thought Emmanuel was an angel. Uh, nope, that's that's Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan Angel. Oh my gosh. Uh, I just want to add a disclaimer. None of this is meant to be <laughs> blasphemous in any way. <laughs> because it's all true. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so about Christmas movies. Okay, fine. Well, or you can keep ranting <laughs> no, about all, Jesus. I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm all, I'm all right. <laughs> it probably won't serve me well in the long run. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 Christmas movie did you see? Because I gotta say, it is crazy that the greatest movie, like the greatest cinematic masterpiece of all time, happens go. to be a Christmas movie. There we go. That's oh, wild. it's gonna be um um. The one about the kid that gets stuck in New York City. Home Alone. Home Alone 2, Lost right, in New York right, City. Right. Well, I watched, movie. I watched the first 20 minutes of National Lampoon's Christmas oh, Vacation. Worst Christmas movie ever. Shout out to regular listener Jake Raber. It's his favorite movie of all time. And he says it's oh, the best God. movie ever made. Wow. Man, that's that's good to hear because up until now I thought Jake Raber was the perfect human, but now I'm glad to know he finally has a flaw. Yep. That's his one flaw. Um and I would have to agree with you. <laughs> I fell asleep. I fell asleep before I finished it. But we I, you know, after the first 20 minutes, I was just waiting for the plot to develop, like what is this movie about? And I learned at least that there is no plot to that movie at all. It's just silly, goofy dad tries to have a good Christmas. Yeah. Chaos ensues. But 
Also, <laughs> it's also just so confusing to me because granted, I didn't see the whole movie, but like <laughs> he's supposed to be, I don't know when the last time you saw this movie is, but he's supposed to be this family man, right? Who's like just trying to have like a great family Christmas, right? And like everything is working against him. But there's like this whole drawn out scene where he's like hitting on the department store chick. And then there's a whole nother scene where he's got like this daydream about her bazonka zonks. And like, yeah. he's not a very good family man. <laughs> That's pretty much all I remember of that movie because it has been a really, really long time since I've seen it. Yeah. But I just remember like uncomfortable boob jokes and a bunch of like alcoholism and a bunch of really sad family moments. I just didn't know who the protagonist was really. I didn't know if it was like, Maybe it was Christmas, like maybe Christmas is the main character who has to defeat this horrible dad. Or is the dad supposed to be the main character and he's supposed to defeat the expectation that you're not supposed to cheat on your wife? I, I don't know. You would probably have a better idea if you saw more than 20 minutes of it. But, well, but I don't remember how it ends, so beats me. Yeah, I have a feeling it's the best movie ever made. I just got to finish it. Yeah. <laughs> I will say though, it's there's something about watching a movie that's not that good that is as enjoyable as watching a good movie. It depends. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I was really enjoying even though I fell asleep. I was really enjoying the parts I saw because I was like, this is a I can't believe humankind strayed this far from that baby in Bethlehem. <laughs> Dude, that's like I mean, not not Christmas related, but that's my brother's whole life my brother loves like the b-rate movies the garbage movies mm. and there is something so fun about that he used to throw an event called like bad movie and a barbecue and we'd all go oh. barbecue and watch terrible movies on a projector in his backyard that's awesome and yeah and you're right because like dude the movies we would watch at that made national lampoon look like the titanic yeah, I'm sure. As far I'm as sure there's cinematic a masterpieces, like, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. I wonder if anyone um, does it on purpose, like makes, but it keeps it so under wraps that you wouldn't know. Yeah, there's, there has to be, yeah. there's gotta be, there's gotta be a bunch actually. Yeah, it would be but, a pretty, pretty smart formula, I guess. Yeah. If, uh. If this was like a real podcast, you know, yeah, where people did research and had cool sound design and all that, uh -huh. we could probably make such a cool segment about the history of the Christmas genre and how it became a thing. But instead, we just ponder stuff we <laughs> <Yeah>. don't know. <laughs> well, it sounded like earlier you were wanting to rebrand Christmas, get like kick Santa out, right? That's where you were going with that. No more Santa. No more Christmas music that's happy <laughs> and jolly. Nope, that's definitely that's definitely not where I was going. No more mistletoe. <laughs> <laughs> but Christmas is just rebranded Yule. It's just a rebranded pagan holiday. That's a fun fact. Well, uh, oh, I thought it was the birth At of Jesus, but what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the that's never mind. This is 
<laughs> Most of the like like traditions and stuff are taken from Yule, which is a pagan holiday, and then oh. and then the Christians just kind of like slap Jesus' birth on it as a sticker. Yeah, someone's got to. This do is it. not a conversation. <laughs> I want to be asking. I'm in my comfort zone, baby. I've been waiting for this. This is the day we get Jake. <laughs> yeah. On Team it's about Jesus. Time. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. We can talk about Santa music. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not here to end Santa. I'm not here to end any of it. I just yeah. think I just think it's odd. Like yeah. like the closest the closest second holiday genre is Halloween. Uh-huh. And like horror movies just kind of get played more at Halloween, but you can release a horror movie any day of the year. Yeah, that's and true. it's fine. That's true. If you release a Christmas movie in March, yeah. People will think you're a nutbag. That's true. And I kind of was I'm giving you a hard time, but I've had that thought too where it's like why is Christmas music all why do you why does it have jingle bells in it? Why does it have Michael Bublé in it usually? Why does it have <laughs> yeah. like the same tone and vibe and everything? And certainly why is there not more like every year there should be every year there should be a new bang in Christmas song, I would think. Mhm. Um, mm-hmm. because the playlist, like, yeah, you're right. Like there'll be one from like when the Polar Express came out, there was like that song, that one makes the Christmas list now, but like what came out last year? You know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like every, every 10 years or so, some new like Christmas movie comes up. That's like added to the classics yeah. list. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe it's just like, maybe it's just the ultimate nostalgia holiday. So like people aren't that interested in like welcoming in new things. It's oh, just that's like, a good point. Yeah, it's give all me about the hits. Give me the nostalgia. And yeah, yeah. Remembering like the excitement of being little, so you just want to see the same movies that you loved when you were little. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and I guess it's kind of like maybe there's something to do with New Year's too, where it's a little bit of a retrospective. You know, it's like, well, we went through a year. Look at us. Look at this life. True. You know. Yeah. True. But it is interesting. And I do think a, a lot of artists kind of clamor for that next Christmas classic. Because if you're make, able to make that list, you're going to cash in on that bad boy forever. Yeah. Oh, man. That would be sick. The play analytic graphs of Christmas music are probably like huge spike <laughs> plateau. Huge spike. And yeah. each of those spikes, you probably make like 100, 100 bones per minute. Yeah. For the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine imagine what Frank Sinatra is doing every every year in Christmas royalties. I know, other than being dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Think of how he's spending that money in the afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Sinatra's exactly. dead, right? He's gotta be dead. He's gotta be, but I, <laughs> I don't know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so in conclusion, mm-hmm. Christmas, that's pretty weird, huh? <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy um, that Jesus and Santa were born on the same day, too. What are the odds? Is that how it worked? Yeah, that's why, that they both mm. kind of get some cred. How did Santa get up to the North Pole so quick if Jesus was born in Bethlehem? He was exiled. Whoa. Yeah. Huh. 
So Santa's enemies with Jesus. For sure. For sure. <laughs> and yeah, so that's why. So he's technically on like the grand naughty list. And he's like, I'm going to start my own list. Whoa. So Jesus has his own nice and naughty list. And Santa's is different. You could call it that. You could also call it salvation. <laughs> <laughs> So Jesus's nice list has everyone on it and Santa is more picky cuz Santa will put you on the naughty list if you like don't share your toys. There's room for everyone on Jesus's nice list except Santa. Okay. And got so it. Jesus exiled him to the North Pole and then he was salty so he said I'm going to start my own naughty and nice list and not everyone can be on it. Wow. That's hmm. how it works. What a beautiful holiday. <laughs> we cracked it. <laughs> um, well, shoot. Now that you gave us your review of, um, of National Lampoon's Christmas right, Vacation, do you want to review any other movies? Do you want to review Dream Scenario? Yeah, might as well, because you watched it, didn't you? I did. I watched two... Two movies this week. You also must have watched Salt Burn. Yep. Mm. Sure I got invited did. and I said, I'm busy. You said, I'm busy. I got three hours of YouTube videos to watch instead. I, dude, I've been, okay. <laughs> Quick sidebar. <laughs> Quick sidebar. Okay. I have been so good this week about not being a consumer because I watched this video nice. by Jake Fru that made me feel like, I should slow down a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah. And, um, dude, when I woke up in the morning, I didn't put music or podcasts on. I just, I made my breakfast in silence. And then instead of opening my phone or whatever, I read. So I, I was like, I, dude, I was like, it takes me a while to read a book, but I just read in the morning every day. I'm almost done with this book. It went so Whoa. fast. Yeah. And That's then, sick. um, yeah, I specifically, when I wanted to listen to music, including at the gym, I forced myself not to. Whoa. Yep. And then I would That's... end the night. I would end the night with some music and it was like nicotine. It was so awesome. Damn. Yeah. So nice wow. try. You, you took it to you took it to pro level. That's I did. crazy. I did. I just Gym with it. no music is like that's that's kind of insane. Status. It's kind of insane. Yeah, I don't know if I would do that again. But yeah, the, <laughs> dang, the, good for you, man. Well, the that's thinking sick. was the thing was I just noticed I'm so scattered all the time. Like I'm trying to think of yeah. one thing and I can't even. If I'm talking to someone, I can't even finish a sentence because I have so many things. And I was like, I wonder if it would mm -hmm. help if I just didn't watch as much content. And yeah. it literally helped in one week. It was unreal, dude. Yeah, I like. I th this is a dangerous comment to make because I have zero zero medical expertise or yeah, zero and you reason watched, to and you even be two movies this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was upping the quality. See, you did good on the like on the turn it off portion. I did twenty I minutes of the, the best quality. movie ever made. You what? <laughs> I did twenty minutes of the best movie ever made. That's true. I'm just saying you shut it off, whereas I just upped the quality. I instead of watching YouTube, went mm, to see yes. films. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, ADHD. Probably because you're watching too much content. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just going to say, like, there has to be a correlation between what you're just saying and the amount of ADHD diagnoses that are happening, whether it's by doctors or self-diagnosis or whatever, like it's objectively going up. Like it's going crazy how many people are either diagnosed or self-identifying as ADHD. And that just, it has to be correlated well, with the way we soak in information. Like the thing that is like <clears throat> statistically proven to lower your attention span and then yeah. the rapid rise of ADHD. Like I wonder if the correlation and causation have anything to do with each other on that one. I tend to think probably... But yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're Same. not doctors. We're just art critics. Yeah. We're not doctors, but yeah, it's uh, seems seems like the proof's in the pudding, if you ask me. Yeah, the figgy pudding. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had figgy pudding? Have you ever? No, had I don't figgy even pudding? know what that is. Have you ever had fruit cake? Have you ever had? Wait, this actually is a great question. Eggnog. This reminds me of something I I literally learned yesterday that blew my mind into a million pieces. <laughs> I don't even want to say this on the podcast. Oh boy. I, up, up until this up until this point, I had no idea what the word. <laughs> I could not figure out what the word Donzerly meant. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Don's really is one of the reindeer, isn't he? Yeah, Don's. I was thinking about the national anthem and the I was national anthem. I was hanging out with some people and I was like, has anyone ever looked up what Don's really <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> So, uh, the light today is quite dawn's early. <laughs> I know, I know. Wow, that's, that's beautiful. <laughs> so um, for anyone that's curious, it's pretty interesting what it means. You got to Google what dawn's early is. <laughs> My new favorite oh. adjective. <laughs> but that's kind of the figgy pudding thing. Like, I don't think mm. I've ever even like, I don't, yeah, I've never had figgy pudding. I don't know what it is, really. I've Did had fruitcake. Fruitcake is gr it, what? Why does yeah, fruitcake get a bad fine. rap? I don't know. It's, it's see, okay, it's another one of those Christmas movie things where it's like, why do we have all these Christmas movies? I don't really know. Right. Why are there so many fruit fruitcake jokes? I don't know. But so many Christmas movies, the joke is like, you're the bad guest if you bring fruitcake because everyone's bringing fruitcake and everyone hates fruitcake and they're sick of it. I've never known a single person to bring a fruitcake to a party. Yeah, that's true. I don't think I've ever seen a fruitcake at a party. And every time I've had fruitcake, I don't think I've had just one slice of it. I love it. And I don't know why it gets, it's always like the thing that gets thrown through the window at like Santa's workshop yeah. for some reason. Exactly. Or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, I haven't had figgy pudding. Love fruitcake. Christmas makes no sense. Okay, give me a rapid fire tier list are you ready yep you got you got figgy pudding eggnog yule log um, please put yule fruit log on. cake yule log and what's another christmas dish oh we were doing edible mm. stuff yeah oh, never, never mind about the yule log 
Oh yeah, you okay? We'll just do Christmas things. Yule log, figgy pudding, fruit cake, eggnog, and mistletoe. Yuletide. Yuletide. Mistletoe. Okay. Yuletide and mistletoe are separate, or Yuletide mistletoe? Separate. Okay. <sighs> Yule log always goes on top for me. I can't have Christmas <laughs> without a Yule, Yule log. Yeah. <laughs> and then, is a right- Yule log just a single log fire thing? Like you just throw it in the fireplace, and it's one of those long-lasting burning logs. He doesn't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> gotta have a yule log log, top of the list right below (laughs) right below yule log we got eggnog because it rhymes with yule log (laughs) okay uh yule tide shortly thereafter because it has one word in common with yule log Mm -hmm. um (sighs) do you know what any of these things are yeah dude and then mistletoe (laughs) Probably goes in the dungeon tier. Yeah, maybe if it was just, the Roaring Twenties, you know, mistletoe would yeah. be cool. But now you can't really get away with just like, yeah, oh, maybe that's if the just rule. Pulling in strangers <laughs> for like, yeah. unconsenting and she's kiss like, what? was okay. And you're like, that's that's the rule. You got to do it. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't yeah. really land these days. And then what was the other nice. one? There was one more on the list, I think. Uh, fruitcake. Oh, I don't know. Like B tier, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> B tier. I just eat multiple slices because I'm sad. Yeah, well, it's not a Yule log. <laughs> you got that right. What man. about you? Your turn. Rank them for the same things. You got to give me different. Oh, okay, Christmas different things. things. Okay, Santa, Rudolph, <laughs> the Grinch, um, Christmas tree, but like Charlie Brown Christmas tree. With only mm-hmm. one ornament, and um, oh, um, coming home from getting stuck at the airport trying to get home for Christmas. Ooh, good good Christmas lineup. Um, Grinch, Santa. This Rudolph. is in order of best. Flying home. Oh, you're no, just, I'm just making sure back, I remember yeah. them. Grinch, Rudolph. Um, I'll start with getting stuck at the airport because I live in Colorado and my family's in Colorado, so I've never had to fly on Christmas. So I've got a pretty romantic viewpoint of it. And I think getting stuck in the airport on Christmas for a lot of people, that's probably like a godsend. It's probably really therapeutic. You're like, thank God I don't have to see the in-laws. I get to play Nintendo Switch while I wait for this airplane. I get to show up um, the day after when everyone's already gone through all of the nonsense festivities. I'm That's giving a good it, point. I'm giving it B because... No, C. Wait, what is it? I'm giving it the middle. C. C oh, tier. Okay. Because for some people, it's probably like the best thing ever. For some people, it's probably the worst thing ever. That's very empathetic. Did you ever see that movie where the kids get stuck in the airport and they like run through it and there's like a bunch of stuff that happens and then they end up in the baggage thing and then I think somehow they like, I don't know, they're just like stuck in an airport and it's a bunch of teens. (laughs) 
I don't think I've seen that, but have you seen the movie where the kid loses his parents in the airport and he like runs onto a different flight and he thinks he's going to Florida and he lands in New York City? Haven't heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've heard it's all right. Um, but I think if I wasn't going to be, if I had to be somewhere that wasn't home with my family for Christmas, it would probably be an airport just because of all of the... yeah. It sounds like a pretty like memorable thing. Yeah, it sounds memorable. You wouldn't feel like you wouldn't feel like you're just home alone. Right. And sad. Oh god. You would <laughs> <laughs> You would uh you would feel yeah, you would at least feel like you you gave it your best shot and you I still like around to think a bunch I would make people. I would like to think I would make friends with all of the other like people who couldn't make it home for Christmas. And then yeah. we would like form this lifelong bond with each other that it's like a the best gri- gift of Christmas was the friendship we made. You, Yeah, you buy like one giant Qdoba burrito bowl and you pass it around and everyone takes scoops and puts it onto their plate. And Yeah, and then you sing like Christmas, Christmas carols dinner. at each of like the like stores in the airport and all the airport people are like, <laughs> my God, just let me go home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, carry on. Sa- Santa Claus, Dungeon Tier. You oh. never got me Pokemon Blue Edition. Um, that rat. The Grinch. S Tier. Who doesn't love a good redemption story, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Um, also very quotable. Solid movie yeah, experience. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, what else is left? Grinch uh, S. Rain, or did I say C. Rudolph? Did we do that? Santa Dungeon. Oh, yeah, Rudolph. Mm. I'm giving Rudolph B mm. because it also seems like a good um, redemption story. What? He has a red nose and no one. <laughs> yeah, no, no likes one liked him. him. They didn't let what him. What a weird story, bro. Someone was but, on ecstasy when they wrote rudolph the red nose reindeer yeah they don't like him because um his nose is red (laughs) yeah (laughs) and it lights up at night lights up real convenient (laughs) i just think um all it's all it's promoting is if you don't if you don't have friends when you're little you better start working so that you become CEO of the Slay team and you become everyone else's boss. Oh. That's all it feels like. Hmm. That sounds good to me. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad all the other reindeer hate him, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why? I don't know. Maybe you're right. I don't really know. Yeah. I'm having a hard time thinking about the story of Rudolph right now. I'm and getting it mixed up with finding Frosty this conversation valuable. I keep mixing it up with Frosty the Snowman. I was like, wait, when does Rudolph get the hat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, where does Frosty land on the tier list? Frosty? Mm, he's D tier because he's like cool for a bit and then he melts and then you don't even remember why he, he existed or what he was good for. You're right, Jake. He is cool for a bit. <laughs> Is that the end? No truer thing has ever been said about 
Frosty the Snowman. Frosty the Snowman. That'd be a great gravestone. He was cool for a bit. <laughs> he was a really ice guy. <laughs> he had a lot of balls. <laughs> Not, not. I can't. I can't make my pun work. Never mind. Uh, it's like you don't even care it all about Frosty. <laughs> okay, we. I got. We got. You gotta go. You gotta give me one Frosty. Pun. I gotta land a pun. Um, it's a shame that nobody's knows how nice he was. <laughs> And only his father Charles knows how nice he was. <laughs> Did I finish the tier list? Is that everything on the tier yeah, list? That's good, that's good. You're hereby set free. <laughs> oh, thank God. Whose stupid idea was that anyway? I guess this is our Christmas spectacular. This is the Christmas special. The FWB um, I guess Christmas we, Spectacular. We probably have one more episode. Oh, yeah, that. but... Well, yeah, we're going to talk about something then. But we have big news about Christmas episode, don't we? Yeah, I think we do. Are we sharing that now? We said we were going to hype it um, up. There's, uh, unfortunately, someone who hacked our database and they're holding one of our episodes hostage right and uh so unfortunately if you ever see like a post that just feels out of place poor timing um it wasn't us this guy's like blackmailing us he's saying he's gonna release this episode it's not one we were gonna publish but he's holding it hostage yeah so there's a lost episode and it's crazy it's even going to come out because it's by far our finest work. <laughs> it was so good that we didn't even want to upload it. Oh, yeah. That's why he stole it and right. we lost access to it. He was like, this is the greatest piece of work. And right. he wanted credit for uploading it. <laughs> right. I hate him. <laughs> Whoever he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but he I said, got a suspicion. Oh, he's oh what what? what? I think it was freaking Braxton. Oh <laughs> my god, it would be Braxton. He's been quiet for a while. That's he probably has been why. Quiet. It probably doesn't he's help. He's been busy that, hacking. It probably doesn't help that we went off the face of the planet there for a second. Yeah. Um, we could move on from Christmas or yeah, we could that's just a good idea. stay on Christmas. Well, first off, Braxton said he wouldn't do it unless we get to 65 star reviews on Spotify. <laughs> waka 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 oh, waka. Damn you, Braxton. Right. Right. So you better go do that. Or 
Oh, right. He's holding it hostage until people review right. five unless stars there's on a, Unless there's a Christmas miracle and it turns out he doesn't actually care and he uploads it anyway, which could happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> um, For man, two guys who do video as a job, we are so bad at marketing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's why we have Braxton. Right, that's what right, he was right, there for right. all along. Right, yeah, our marketing guy. <laughs> uh, when it comes to marketing, have you seen much about this Kodak Super 8 camera? This thing is an insane thing that happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know this is a big switch from Christmas, but... I feel like later in the episode it's good to talk about cameras because yeah. maybe most people don't care. But, dude, I I got on the wait list for this. Because everyone does care about everyone does care about our <laughs> Christmas stuff. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Honestly, everyone's probably like, finally, they're going to talk about something <laughs> sensible. Forty-five minutes into the episode, know, they're talking about something real instead of frosty. I don't even know if we're going to get to movie reviews today. <laughs> they're all bad. I know. But yeah, no, we'd you're on the wait. Be, oh, we'd sorry. probably be better off. We'd probably be better off doing our movie reviews now and saving Kodak for next week. Because well, I, I have so wanna... much. Uh, I know. I feel like we can I feel like we can do Kodak camera right now. Yeah. Because then maybe okay, I can watch okay. one of those two movies, maybe. Yeah. Well, I have been on the wait list for the Kodak Super 8 for like so long. And that's kind of the only reason it came back up in my in my conscious recently, I think it was probably 2016 or 2017. I saw that Kodak was working on making a new super eight camera. So I signed up for the wait list. That was just like, hold your spot in line and be notified when it's ready to yeah. purchase. That was in 2016, I think. And then just like a month ago, I got an email that said the Kodak super eight is finally here. Reclaim your spot in line by going to this list. So I was like, oh, sick. Thank goodness I did this five years ago to be on the wait list for this super limited release special edition camera. I was yeah. kind of stoked on it, right? I was like, oh, man, I forgot about this, and I have a spot in line for a limited edition camera. So I'm all stoked. And then you go to sign up, and the price of this Super 8 film camera is $5,500. <laughs> it's <laughs> Which, crazy. Which is kind of where I wanted to like talk for a bit because if if I wasn't on this wait list, if I hadn't had this feeling of like having my spot in line and I saw a $5,500 Super 8 film camera released yeah. and there was no limited availability, I would just laugh and say, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. I'm going to buy a $100 old super eight film camera yeah and call it a day but because they do the limited availability the wait list has been around for five years now we're not making that many you feel like you need it but i yeah. don't need it yeah 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 <laughs> did you buy it <laughs> well no i mean i yeah, yeah i yeah. re-signed up on the list so my yeah. name's on the list again but all that means is like you'll get contacted by BNH once it's actually in stock. Right. And at that point, I'm sure I'm just going to be like, okay, no, I'm good. Yeah. But yeah. since I didn't have to commit to buying it, I was just like, yeah, of course I'm going to stay, keep my spot in line. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? 
I don't understand. But, I don't understand. I don't understand what the deal is like now. I feel like there's like a new thing now of like promising products at a certain price and then five years later releasing it and it's five times more expensive than it was. That's like the stupid idiot, dumb yeah. idiot Tesla truck. That's like the dumb. Dude. Like there's like some weird thing where like no one can deliver on, you know, maybe some of it was COVID or whatever, but five grand for a super eight camera that you can I buy a weird- $60 thing that does the exact same thing. Yeah. What? And if anything, those $60 ones are like capitalizing on the nostalgia. That's the whole reason you want that camera yeah. in the first place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, the old gritty mechanicalness of it is what's appealing about it. Right. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, as as to what you're saying, like what happened with all these companies making things way more expensive than they promised. I think what happened is all these companies were just like, wait. We can just raise prices for no reason and everyone will keep doing it. Because yeah. that's like, you know, we've seen so many companies caught recently about like colluding on price increases and just raising price yeah. for no reason other than like we need more profits. Yeah. <laughs> um, and And it feels like that with this film camera. There's no way they need that much to manufacture it. Right. Like I'm sure it's just, they're kind of like, we're going to capitalize on hype. We're going to capitalize on the massive interest in film and nostalgia right now. Yeah. And it's, it's so that, crazy to me that you could, first off, you could get that far along in production <clears throat> and then realize for what, whatever the reason, even if it's for like demand or whatever, that you can get away with selling it for five grand. And then, and then after promising, because I think originally they promised it for like five hundred or seven hundred or something, mm-hmm. and then after the fact, just like and then they just said being 2, like two thousand, yeah, just at, just like completely backtracking, and I don't know, it just is insane to me, and especially as someone who is currently a big Kodak purchaser, like now that I have the the Bolex, I I spend a lot of money with Kodak and. I kind of was like, dang, mm-hmm. this makes me feel like if there was any other options for film stock, I would choose that over Kodak because yeah, I, I feel like it says more that they're willing to do a price gouge on a camera that's charged via micro USB <laughs> than it does. Like, yeah. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? It's just, it makes me not like Dude. the company that much. Yeah, totally. And I watched, I, I forget who did the video. So it sucks I can't credit them, but they brought up such a good point of like, man, what an incredible opportunity this could be to release something that's affordably priced in order to just get people buying more film. Yeah. Like why why wouldn't you want to get a product in people's hands that's attached to something that they have to continue purchasing right. over and over every time they use it? Like why don't you use it to boost your film sales? instead of just this limited price gouge drop that yeah. makes people feel gross. It's very weird. And it just, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I just feel like I'm in this current cycle of realizing like big companies don't have the best consumer sense. Maybe, I don't know why that's just seems to be like a theme for me right now, but I just see big companies doing stuff where I'm just rolling my eyes like, you're kidding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Yeah, for real. Um, Cause, do you mind sharing how much the Bolex cost you? 
Yeah, the Bolex, when I bought it, cost around $3,000, which is a lot more expensive than they used to be before the film surge, I think. But I got a, I got a, one of the newest super nice ones that's going to last me a really long time. So you can get them way cheaper than that. Like you can get Bolexes for mm-hmm. like $400 if you get like a Rex 1. Um, but yeah, mine's like mine's like a super nice Rex 5. Even back in the day though, if you got my same camera before this 16 millimeter surge, you could have gotten it for like a thousand easy. Um, but dude, that's also a 16 millimeter camera, which means yeah, it's way exactly. more usable than Super 8. It's probably gonna last way longer because there's no digital anything. It's like a it's like a Swiss yeah. watch. It's like you um it's like all mechanical which to me is like one of the coolest things about it is it's it's old it's mechanical there's not a single battery or wire in the whole thing um same reason people like like luxury watches and stuff it's like it's a piece of art in and of itself and the fact it's so useful because the footage that comes off it is not only beautiful it also is high enough resolution that it doesn't look like absolute trash which unless you have a really nice unless you're shooting kodak 50d on a really stable super 8 it's not even that usable so yeah like i feel like the super 8 look is just a great insert shot like you're never gonna make you don't really want to make an entire project on super 8 you might want it for like a shot here and there to be a cool insert but yeah like the Bolex, you can actually make any full project yeah. on. Yeah. The Super 8's just going to be obnoxious if you make a full thing on. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and 16 millimeter with the way it's coming back now, like full full movies are being shot on RESR2s now that are 16 millimeter, but you certainly don't see full movies being shot on Super 8 because <laughs> you wouldn't yeah. be able to stand it. <laughs> yeah. God. It's like and worse like, quality than my dad cam. Like my dad, and like, yeah, yeah. it has the nostalgic flair, but. It's not yeah. $5,000 worth of nostalgic flair. That's Dude, for sure. Speaking of dad cam too, what a like, what a just insanely ironic Hunger Games-esque plot twist where like the film stock that it was invented to be the film for the people, like it was the film so that dads could just film their kids and like afford it. I know. Now is this like <laughs> price gouged hype product. I it's know. so insane. I know. Like I said, the fact that it, the fact that it made me not like Kodak more was the biggest bummer ever. Cause up until this point, you couldn't really say anything bad about Kodak. They're yeah. like the people's they, film choice. Kodak moment. They're yeah, like they're like known for wholesome moments. <laughs> I know. And then they price gouge you with this five grand piece of trash. And it's like, what? <laughs> what? Like, dude. Dude. Yeah. It's Kodak such a corporate, big miss on you so guys. many levels. <laughs> My God. And yeah. it's not even, it's not even like, oh, whoops, they tried something. It didn't work. To me, it's like insulting. Yeah. It's just like showing greed yeah pretty much pretty much oh you little piggies want nostalgia (laughs) yeah yeah exactly yeah and yet they still make it dude the lcd screen to me is like might be the worst part of all of it i know for real it's like the one thing that of all the reasons to shoot film i know i know (laughs) and you still look into an lcd screen while you're filming i know it's it's so interesting dude but the other thing that the other thing that like I selfishly think is hilarious is like all the YouTubers who are making videos about it, but then we'll low key be like, but you know, I get it. Like everyone kind of has that thing in the back of their head. That's like, 
Maybe if I say one good thing, they'll maybe send they me send one. me one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I get because that Man. scarcity thing is real. It's like I can be this mad about it, but if like if I got an email and they're like, "Do you want one?" It would be really hard for me to be like stand yeah. with my principles and say, "No way." I know. That's what I'm saying. It's such a like that that limited edition FOMO feeling like I want to be on the in yeah. is such a powerful marketing strategy. It it's is. Insane. It's a monkey brain strategy. Mm-hmm. It's NFT. Yeah, it is. The, that one monkey thing strategy. <sighs> that one monkey thing. <laughs> I've forgotten already and God, what a beautiful day that I don't even remember what that monkey thing Dude, is what anymore. what a weird phase that was. <laughs> I think it's going back up. I think the price of bitcoin's rising again but i don't know yeah if we're but not in... nfts oh yeah dude like NFTs. bitcoin is yes yeah, is, is coming back but thankfully nfts i think are fully in their grave or at least that uh at least that version of nfts are dead but man it feels good to have not thought about or talked about nfts for like almost a year now dude <laughs> This isn't meant to make anyone feel bad that was on this uh, was on this train, but one of the most intoxicating feelings for me is not ever having gotten into it, and then now looking back and being like, "Told you that was useless. <laughs> I <Yeah>. was right." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. That that is a great feeling, and also. I had a similar feeling that we're talking about with this Kodak camera, where while it was happening, I yeah, was just same. like. What, what, what am I doing? People are becoming millionaires off this. Like, what am I not seeing? Like, why yeah. am I not in this club? And now it's like, thank God I never did yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah. Huh. And yeah, the feeling of like when your favorite like celebrity or whatever would start shilling NFTs was the same feeling as when you find out Kodak is selling a $5,000 film camera. <laughs> exactly. It's like, ah, oh, they betray me. Yeah, Exactly. Um, well, um, I propose that in the spirit of Christmas, we commit to a mid-July Christmas episode. <laughs> That's a good idea. Should we both make a Christmas video also to break the... We should for July. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Except it, I don't think it can even be July because for some reason, the Hallmark Channel plays Christmas movies in July. Oh, man. And they call it Christmas in July. We got to do like April. <laughs> deal that's a good idea so april the christmas friends with Benedict's april christmas extravaganza yeah yeah that'll be great oh man we didn't even get to i got i got i gotta write some notes down because i still got stuff we didn't get to talk about i got to go to a a party that was the death of the first company I ever made a video for. It was what? sick. <laughs> yeah. Dang it. There's not, there's not really much of a story, but it was, um, the first company I ever made a video for sold, uh, milk propaganda merch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like they had, Wait, was a, it got milk? They had a, no, they're called Certis Designs. They had a shirt that said "Skim is a scam." They had a shirt that said "Stop milking almonds." They had what? Um, yeah, they're they're sick. Anyway, they threw a party to celebrate the death of their company, 
and I they were my first video client ever. What? They called me their intern, and now they're out of business. So if that's not a good reason to hire me for video work, I don't know what is. Whoa, so that was like a really weird backdoor into <laughs> a work plug. <laughs> yeah, into my first client just went out of business. So Dang. Look at me. Hit I'm me so up. good that the company I used to do videos for went out of business. <laughs> exactly (laughs) gotcha dang that's crazy i want to hear more about that yeah i know i'll have to tell you more that's crazy that's crazy crazy just like christmas (laughs) (laughs) so in conclusion christmas is crazy kodak did a whack thing Christmas is crazy and i don't know if i have anyone to apologize to on this one You might have someone to apologize to. I think I got some apologies to make. <laughs> oh, you? I'm not apologizing to you. That not that NA wine at 1 p.m. was a crazy move. <laughs> I knew you didn't forgive me. <laughs> um, I'm sorry for making jokes about Christmas. I love Christmas. Mm. I'm sorry for making jokes about Jesus. I love Jesus. Mm. And... I'm sorry to um sorry to Nicolas Cage that we didn't get to talk about your movie. We'll get there, Nick. Yeah. Send me an email. <laughs> <laughs> I was hanging out with I was hanging out with my my well, my my now girlfriend's cousin. Um yeah, I know that's an off-air conversation, but He's really, really funny, and um, yeah, we were like playing some board game, and there was some dispute that came up, and he just goes, "Ah, send me an email." <laughs> it's my wow, new what a great to way to get out ever. of any conflict ever. Well, I was dying because I was like, "That's exactly what happened in high school," and you would go to your teacher and be like, "I didn't finish the assignment because my dog was sick, and I and my parents were out of town, and I didn't have pencils," <laughs> and then it was like, "Ah, send me an email." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Man, you could get out of anything with that. You just say, send me an email, turn around, walk away, and you're good. I know. So that's my new favorite thing. Shout out Kyle wow. for giving me the ultimate thing to say to anything. Good one, Kyle. Yeah. Well, I got to go no get apologies, my knee huh? bent by some doctor or whatever. <laughs> Sick. Well... Thanks for doing the first ever episode where you didn't apologize for anything. Mm. Sorry for not apologizing. (laughs) Um, Sweet. Well, stay tuned next week for some more of this. And uh, hopefully we don't get our blackmail episode released. Or do we want it released? I'm confused at this point. It's our (sighs) best work and we we don't have it. It's so good that no one deserves it. But... (laughs) It's not in our control. Oh, okay. That's right. That's right. So leave a review, like like on YouTube, leave mm-hmm. a review on the podcast apps. And if you do, Braxton might drop the unreleased episode that's our best work ever. Yep. And don't forget, there was something we were going to do where if we reached that threshold, we were going to watch Avatar 2. And I don't remember what it was, but just don't forget about that. Whatever you do. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, do that. And... 
I don't feel like I can say amen at the episode at the end of this episode after all of my blaspheming, but I can. Amen. Because I'm on the nice list. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.